Well, we're definitely talking about grandkids today. That's what we're talking about on this wonderful show, Take Two, with Jerry and Debbie and you. The title of the show for this wonderful Monday, I'm going to keep saying wonderful because all grandkids are just fabulous. They're the most beautiful things that, that God ever created. My grandkids rock. That's what we're talking about today. Your chance to go global, shouting to the, to the world about how wonderful, special, smart and uh, beautiful your grandkids are, right, Jerry? That's right. If you are someone who has grandkids, we would love to hear from you today. Tell us why they rock, why they're great, what you love about them. This is this is the easiest show we've probably ever done for those of you with grandkids. So come on, let's get these phone lines filled up as fast as we can. Make it a great, impactful, dynamic discussion. 833-288-EWTN. 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. We cover, try to cover every angle of life on this program, and having grandkids, being a grandparent, is certainly part of that. So, come on, grandmothers, grandfathers, get on the phone, join us here. You can do so a number of other ways. We'll tell you about that in just a moment. But the phone number for us to hear your beautiful voice is eight three three. Two eight eight three nine eight six. So I just got back from Alexandria, Louisiana, from from the Fullness of Truth conference. I, it was absolutely wow, life changing. What an anointed conference! Just Alexandria, Louisiana, folks are so incredible, welcoming, fun. Um, it was just a beautiful place. Everything just went really well. But Jerry, I'm a grandmother, and I got to spend the afternoon with the uh, at, at the kid uh, track for the conference. So I had um, six years old all the way up to, I think, 18. And when I was teaching the elementary school age kids of about angels, and they asked the most profound questions about angels. Mm-hmm. Um, they took a picture, a group photo, and they all got a, a, around me real close. And they, and one, one was, uh, wanted to sit on my lap. The other one wanted to, uh, hold my, my, I had like a ponytail, had to hold my hair. The other one was touching my shoulder. And I thought, I love kids and grandkids are the best, Jerry, because you don't have to raise them. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you do. Well, oh, that's true. Sometimes we've actually done shows about that. Remember, that's that's right. But oftentimes, you know, your your uh, kids are raising their kids, and you get to enjoy the benefits of those delightful children that you can have fun with, make memories with, um, build just a wonderful bond with, and then send them back to their parents. (laughs) All right, eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. If you've got grandkids and you love them and you, you dote on them, and maybe you're with them right now. Maybe you, maybe they spend some time during the day with you and mom or dad or both are working. Maybe you get to have the grandkids occasionally during the day, maybe on weekends. Maybe it's only at holidays. Maybe maybe you haven't seen your grandkids for a while and you're mm-hmm. kind of longing for that, that in your heart. Mm-hmm. But you still want to tell the world how great they are. So we're talking today about how your grandkids rock on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. It is your show. This is always the best time to call in right at the beginning of the program. And you, you shouldn't have to think too long, uh, too hard to come up with something great to say about your grandkids. So mm-hmm. just grab that phone, 833-288-3986. 
And this is a good boasting and bragging about your family, okay? We're trying to build families and to really encourage families um, to keep the legacy going and to keep all the family connections. And, and that's a beautiful thing. And we really want to promote that here, especially on Take Two. So if you have something to say about your family, or maybe if your family is fractured or estranged or separated or there's things happening, we'd like to hear that as well because we can pray for your family. You can pray for us. We can try to um, impart some wisdom to maybe heal the family. So let's go to John first, Jerry, because he is first up, came in real quick, wants to talk about his grandkids from Cleveland, Ohio, listening on The Rock. Hey, John, welcome to the program. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, a little bit sad here. Me and my wife, grandparents of two beautiful children that we haven't seen, grandchildren we haven't seen for two years. Only because the daughter-in-law, for some reason, has some grudge against us. Her son can't change her mind. And every time we try, she pulls further and further away. This Easter, it'll be two full years without seeing the beautiful mm-hmm. children. And I hear she's pregnant again, so we'll be missing out on three. And I'm just more or less asking for prayers because we've gone to priests. We've talked to everybody we can talk to, and nothing seems to help. Praying mm-hmm. for a miracle. Just want to mm-hmm. have people there pray with right. us. Absolutely. Well, that's good that you went to the priests and to get some direction and some counsel on that, John. Just a couple things. Have you thought about you and your you and your wife praying the Lady Undoer of Knots Novena to Our Lady, the Blessed Mother? Lady Undoer of Knots. That's the first thing. Number two, um, to go to uh, your guardian angels uh, to, and ask them to go to your um, your daughter in law and your son's guardian angels and and the grandkids and, and because there's a whole network working on the other side of the veil on your behalf. There's a whole network. Happening happening on the other side. And so we need to really tap in and ask for that heavenly assistance when we're having these difficult times with family members. The other thing too, John, is is for you as the head of your household um, and your and and that and that continues down to um, to your kids and grandkids to read scripture out loud. Read it out loud, John, because there's power in the living word of God. There's healing power in the living word of God. Have you thought of those those things or has the priest recommended it? If not, please bring them in and prayer and fasting. A couple more things, but go ahead, John. Final comments. Okay. Those are a couple of good ideas. I didn't think of sent. Well, I think I have in the past sent the angels, but mm-hmm. uh, those are some good thoughts. And uh, just more or less asking for prayers because it just seems to never end. Mm-hmm. And we're just hoping for something to turn it around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned, uh, yeah, you mentioned sending the angels, John. You know, those little ones have their guardian angels, too. That's right. And we have to believe that, uh, you know, God would want you to be able to see them as, mm-hmm. as your grandchildren. So we're going to storm heaven along with you and your wife, John, and the angels and all of the saints and just put into practice those things Debbie mentioned there. And, and we will, I think you'll see some positive movement at some point. If you mm-hmm. let us know down the road uh, the good things that start happening, we'd, we'd be grateful to hear kind of some praise reports too, John, okay? That would be great. Yeah. I appreciate the prayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, got absolutely. it, man. We're, we're going to be praying for that. Oh, yeah. And you're not alone, John. There's millions of of families dealing with this right now. So know that there's a lot of prayers all around you today. Um, We have an open, John, just read that phone line. If you'd like to talk about your grandkids, my grandkids rock. We used all the the good descriptions. They're wonderful. They're amazing. They're brilliant. They're beautiful. Those are your grandkids. That's what we're talking about today. 833-288-3986. Please call us.
Well, we're really putting the pressure on you today, inviting you to share about your grandkids. We know how hard that can be for some of you, so I'm just uh, tongue-in-cheek, of course. This is probably one of the easiest things you could ever do. So tell us why your grandkids rock at 833-288-3986. We have a lot, of more, a lot more calls we're going to get to. I want to tell you, though, first of all, that EWTN offers the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, as you know, should know. It's from Our Lady of the Angels Chapel every morning at 8 Eastern Time. And we want to help you draw closer to our Eucharistic King. Our free Mass Guide booklet includes both English and Latin text. It will help you to follow along with the Mass on EWTN and unite with Catholics worldwide. For your free Mass booklet or ebook, visit EWTN.com slash Catholicism and click on Readings. And we will get that over to you right away. So listen to this. We're going all over the country today. This is so cool. We got Louisiana weighing in, another Ohio, New York, Texas, Michigan, Idaho. You guys are awesome. All the whole country loves their grandkids. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay, let's go to Rose in Buffalo, New York, on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Rose. Hi, how are you, Debbie? How are you? Great. Really, I love Hi, Rose. to you. It's wonderful. And I, this you. is a wonderful subject. I have 23 grandchildren, I'm, and I have two great-great-grandchildren. It's the first, I mean, I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed thinking about it because that is good. And my parents never got to see their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice to know that God is good <laughs> and that I could actually know that I have these beautiful children, a little boy that was born in December 12th and a little girl that was born in October 23rd. They're both sisters. And um, one was in New Zealand and one was in San Diego. So, And I have a wonderful daughter who constantly sending me beautiful pictures of my great-grandchildren. So I, I just love it. Oh, how nice. How beautiful. Yeah, you get that connection through pictures, and hopefully you'll get a chance to maybe see them in person at some point, Rose. But this is, this is uh, talk for just a minute, Rose, about how what it's like to see you know the generations unfold. You know, your kids having kids and their kids, and so just to be able to live and experience that. You know, what, what how does that make your heart feel to see these f- future generations come into existence? I just think it's it's phenomenal because um, so many of the children the next generation don't want to have kids. You know, I have grandchildren that are in their 30s and they're not ready yet. And it's like, wow, what was it like when I I was ready at 20 to settle down? I was ready for my children when they arrived. They started arriving when I was like 23 and I had five. And um, they've all married. They've all had fairly, well, the, the smallest family would be three. Most of them have three children. Wow. And uh, one has four, and I have a few others. So, mm-hmm. you know, like um, adopted children. You know, so it's like, right. wow, just to watch them grow is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, going on, and some of them went on for um, education in college and whatever. And it's just, I, I just love it. You know, I love Rose, watching them grow and experience yeah. that. Rose, are any of them in the, uh, are, they pra- are they practicing the faith? Now, that's a touchy question because, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. And I have one son who claims to be an atheist, and I'll let it go at that because, sure. you know, I see good in his family. I see good in my mm-hmm. grandson. I can't deny God. 
So um, whatever way he wants to work, I give it to him. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to totally surrender to God so that I don't always get upset that they don't do it. They don't go to church. They don't mm-hmm. receive communion. And I miss, I would miss that terribly. Sure, sure. So, but but yeah. Rose, it sounds like they all have their sacraments and stuff, like your kids. And so you did your you did your part, and you are living the faith. So that's important. That's very important to God. So so you take you take. We all should take comfort in that. All of us who have children that have that have kind of stepped away for now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Beautiful. Beautiful. And it's you know when you do the total surrender, it's amazing because. You want to do it. You want to do it. I keep sending them stuff, and and now I have to nice step back. Don't mm-hmm. be so um, in their face. Let them find it, reunited with Christ themselves. God will take care of it. So I mm-hmm. turn it over to Him every day. We are planters of seeds, and mm-hmm. God, others do the watering, and God brings about the harvest as we read in the Bible. Rose, thank you. God bless thank you. you. Rose. What an inspirational contribution to our discussion yeah. today from Buffalo. We appreciate it. Blessings on big, your family. And what a big family. Yeah. 23 grandchildren. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. It is. Praise God. Yeah. Um, all right, 833-288-3986. If you have anything you want to say beautiful about your grandkids or, you know, like our first caller, you know, and I haven't seen grandkids for a few years, and there are reasons for that. So maybe you want to kind of take that angle on this conversation as well. But really love to hear how your grandkids rock. And Helen in Idaho is going to tell us next, listening on EWTN.com in Idaho. Hi, Helen. Hi, how are you doing? Great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I called to to give people hope. Um, I have two grandsons. They're in their uh, 20s now. And when they were young, their parents were druggies. And um, they lived 130 miles from me. And I would, um, you know, I think uh, their parents knew I was against them being druggies, but I never pushed them. I never pushed them to church, to God, or anything, but I would bring, bring the two boys up here, and we would have a whole lot of fun. And through the years, now, my two grandsons in their 20s live 35 miles from me. One is a chef, and he only got a GED. And the other worked in a restaurant last year, got uh, employee of the month. Um, he doesn't have a high school education yet, but he's doing very well, very good mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. Doesn't uh, doesn't do any substances. Really responsible kid, and their father is now clean and sober. Wow. Uh, their mother now lives near them. I'm not sure her situation so much, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I want to tell people that prayers to Mary mm. worked. They paid off, and these kids are really good kids now. And I'm so proud that their dad is clean and sober now. Oh, praise, God. praise be to God. That is amazing. Our Blessed Mother works again because she loves us so very, very much. And you were faithful and you kept it going for them. And so don't don't discount your influence, please, Helen, because obviously being that, that grandmother, those boys needed you. You were their rock. Absolutely. And um, the one um, I started uh, bonding with him when he was two weeks, but both of them... I did take the older one to Mass when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one I tried to take to Mass, but he cried a lot. <laughs> but the older one, um, you know, because I took him to Mass as much as I did, he says he's agnostic now. 
and he's had some troubles in his life, but I think, you know, the tears of a grandmother and the prayers of grandmother, I expect to see everybody in heaven when I get there. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, and we know, Helen and Debbie and everybody, the halls of heaven are filled with people who... Um, a lot of times during their lives, didn't have a relationship going with God, had nothing going with Him. Maybe we're uh, far from God. Maybe we're very anti-God and anti-Christian mm-hmm. and so forth. And God's grace is so powerful. We hear it. We read about it in the lives of the saints. Helen, you are proof of this and you're with your own family. You said you didn't push, and that's the way to do it. We need to, we need to increase our confidence in God. Debbie and I are always mm-hmm. talking about that, right, Deb? We need to oh, really go big with God and trust. Mm-hmm. We need to just believe. We have to have that faith that God is going to bring people people who are away from the faith back to him at some point, especially when those seeds have been planted earlier in life. I couldn't agree more, Jerry. And that's why we do the shows like this on Take Two. But Helen, I just have to say this because I have this, it's a Monday quirky mind of mine. So you must get some good food with having a chef in the family, huh? Oh my gosh. And you know, he became a chef. He was always interested in cooking, even when he was a kid. And he's become a chef through working at different places, and now his boss is is a chef, very good chef, and he calls Kyle a chef. And and also my son, who had been a druggie, he's clean and sober. Uh, He has schizophrenia, but he's totally dedicated to AA and his higher power and God. I can't talk about Christ or much of that with him, but he's, he's on the path. He's in touch with God, Mm -hmm. and I think it's going to all work out. Yeah. I love love how you have such a a joy and hope in you. That is so important when we go through things. Wouldn't you agree for everyone else that's listening right now, if they're having difficulties in their family or with their grandkids or in in general, don't you think you still have to maintain that sense of hope and, and joy, Helen? Well, I think so, and there have been plenty of times I was discouraged, I cried, you know, I prayed, and I thought, what's going to happen next day? How are they going to be? And I just, the, the longer and older they get and I get, the more confidence I have in God, because I think somebody called your program once, and they said they they prayed to Mary, and they said, well, why, should, why would she? Why wouldn't she say yes? Why wouldn't mm-hmm. she answer the prayer? Mm-hmm. So um, God mm-hmm. is good, and his mother All the time. Is, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, Helen. God bless you. Thanks wow, for being a part a of the program. Story. Yeah, and just real quickly, I, you'll, remember, you'll remember I mentioned um, last Friday, on Friday night, we had the relic of the arm of St. Jude mm-hmm. in our parish at the Basilica mm-hmm. of St. Paul here in Daytona Beach. And um, Father Carlos Martins, who is the custodian of the, of the relic and travels around all over the country, he may be coming out to your area, Debbie, mm-hmm. hopefully soon. But he gave, uh, his homily was about an hour at Mass, which is beautiful. But he shared so much that increased my confidence in St. Jude. Mm-hmm. And I've already, I'm already hearing stories from fellow parishioners here about, you know, St. Jude is already intervening and, and bringing about miracles. So, folks, always remember St. Jude, the apostle of the impossible. St. Jude was a cousin of Jesus. And, uh, you know, there's nothing God will deny the saints because there's nothing they mm-hmm. denied him. That's my mm-hmm. philosophy on that. Mm-hmm. Wow. How many people showed up? Uh, overall, throughout the day, we had about 2,500 come through wow. the church. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Were you able yeah. to accommodate everybody? 
Yeah, like I said, it was it was throughout the course of the day that that's oh, how many people oh, came through. So it was never, you know, so much that it was like uh, crushed inside the church or anything. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it was very orderly, and the, the mass was beautiful. So beautiful. I actually, I want to encourage anyone if you're listening to to see if uh, if the relic might be coming to your area, just go to it's it's the Apostle of the Impossible, Apostle of the Impossible dot com. Mm-hmm. I think is the website there. I'd have to, to get the schedule. That, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do you, where would you like to proceed next? Uh, let's go to Morlinda in Louisiana. She is tuned in on Sirius XM channel 130. Morlinda, thank you for waiting. Welcome. Hi. Hi. It's so good to talk to both of you. I enjoy your show and all thank the shows. Let me get to see it. Thanks. Thank I you. wanted just to say, I wanted to say that uh, I am so very blessed with eight grandchildren and one on the way. I see them all the time. I helped raise them in the Catholic faith. It's a beautiful thing, and it was all important uh, taught to me by my mom. And she is currently in the hospital. I just left her. She's almost 85. And I'm actually bringing a gift to her pulmonologist to find out, in fact, if it is cancer or not. So I ask your prayers for that. I don't want her to suffer. I give it to God. But I just want to say that in these times today, it takes a parent, a grandmother, a great-grandmother to instill a faith. We are living in a time where the kids learn so much they should be school, you know, exposed to different things. I am blessed to see mine almost every day, and I'm constantly reminding them of different ways, you know, to, uh, like, for instance, in church. Yesterday, I have one that has a, a little bit of anxiety and been putting stuff in his mouth. And we were staring at the same glass, and I said, that's an angel up there. Do I have an angel? Yes, you have an angel. I said, you have to talk to your angel and help ask them to help you not want to put the stuff in your mouth. And this morning, his mom called me to tell me, he said, Mom, my brain said that I should put this quarter in my mouth, but I'm giving it to you because I'm not gonna. <laughs> I said, "Oh, they listen, they learn, they watch, they see," and I feel so sorry for the parents, the grandparents that don't see their children, and it's not due to to drugs or anything like that. It's over some kind of silly incident or issue, and they don't forgive. Forgive. Life is short. Forgive. Hmm. Yeah, well, I think you're making a good point, Melinda, there, and that is, uh, you know, grandparents can certainly, and, and like you said, nowadays, maybe more than before, should try to have a hand in the uh, in the upbringing of their grandkids to whatever you know ability they can. Of course, the parents are the first educators and responsible for that, but I think at every age, Debbie, I think that's one of the things we've lost is the... Um, the the influence of of el- the elders in the family the grandparents you know those who have the lived experience the wisdom they've been through all of this before and just because of the the way the family has gone in recent decades i think uh, to my my knowledge a lot of that is missing it looks like yeah i totally agree i think i think we need all hands on deck with families all relatives need to to be there to be a positive impact on the children to help a catechists are doing their part in the classroom if if the kids are enrolled in religious education i think teachers are uh, especially at, at in private schools or charter schools or 
or specialized schools are trying their part, um, and public schools as well. They're trying their their part to do the very best. We all need to do that. We need to we need to um, help out the families because they're having their difficulties within within their homes, and we know that from the life coaching ministry we do. We get a lot of of families. So I agree with you, Morlinda. We do, um, and we support the families. And thank you so much for calling in. You hear the music, so we're going to hit the pause button when we come back. More of your calls, bragging. Okay, bragging about your grandkids because they rock here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. We are hearing about your grandkids here, why they rock, why they are great. Hopefully they are making their way through life. Maybe you've got great grandkids like one of our earlier callers did. 833-288-3986. Call us and tell us why your grandkids are special to you in your life. 833-288-3986. Okay, back to the calls and the great contributions. Bella in Connecticut watching the video on YouTube today, EWTN's YouTube channel. Hi, Bella. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Debbie. How are you? Doing well. Better now that you called. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, uh, this will be brief, hopefully. I just called. I wasn't going to call, but my heart went out to that gentleman a few calls ago said he hadn't seen the grandkids in two years and we just have one granddaughter she's going to be three in april and when she was after she was born we were only seeing her like once every five months and it was like even though they lived just 30 minutes away by car and i was just devastated my heart was just broken and i didn't tell her that because you know you have to know your your child's personality so but i was complaining and judging to you know other friends other friends and family and letting them know you know mm-hmm. and uh, i kept that that judgment as long as i had that judgment in my heart nothing was happening and i realized you know what just that's it you know and if i if i brought up my daughter or or anything i would just uh, i was to myself i was only allowed to say something that was neutral mm-hmm. or positive Otherwise, I have to keep my mouth shut. And the biggest thing was I tucked them all into the rosary. And in my private prayer, let's just say my daughter's name was Debbie, I would say the second half to Hail Mary. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for Debbie, Mm. you know, now and at the hour of her death. And then I would put in the name of my granddaughter and the name of my son-in-law. Just kept putting them, three of them, over and over into the rosary like that. And I think that, more than anything, softened my heart. And I saw uh, healing that my daughter, through the prayer, I became acutely aware of how my daughter's heart thinks of wounds that she carried from childhood. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, you know, then that that transformed everything for me because I remember with my mother, I had, you know, a lot of heart wounds because of her mental illness. And even when I was an adult, before she passed, I always thought, you know, I could forgive all that and let all that go in childhood. I already have. If, but if only I could have the mother today as an adult, you know, as two women and just having a mother, you know, and I would give anything for that. That never happened. She just, with nobody's fault, she just simply was not capable of that. Mm-hmm. But I realized I could, like I heard somebody say once, the best way to heal yourself is to give to others that which you wish had been given to you. 
Mm. And when I began to do that, and my, my daughter's, you know, exceptionally bright, but she picked up on that right away the next time we met with the family. There was there was no judgment. If, if anything, I only had just tenderness for her and for her wounds. And I would ask what I heard Donette used to say. I would ask Our Lady to fill in the gap between what my daughter needed and what I was able to give her as a mother and to allow healing for Our Lady to step in and bring healing there. And then uh, and, and then on a practical level, uh, a holiday or something comes up, Just I just put a card or a text, uh, miss you, we hope all is well, love you. That's it. Mm-hmm. Don't have to say anything. You know, when are we going to visit? None of that. Just, just let it go, you know. And um, then we just, you know, and now periodically now we, we still don't see them as much as we'd like, but it's now it's like once every three months, which was better than twice a year, which is what sure. we were getting in the beginning. Sure. So that's all I wanted to say was to put that out to, you know, the gentleman, right. and, and I'm sure others are like that. But the other thing was I was grateful for that experience because, before I was a grandparent, I, I, I thought, yeah, it must be hard. You don't see your grandkids. But until I experienced it firsthand, I was grateful because now I understand what it must be like for other grandparents going through the same thing. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Well, Bella, I just want to say real quickly, um, bravo for, for taking it to prayer and um, and and the rosary especially, so so powerful, but you inserted their names in the prayers. I, th- I think that is absolutely brilliant because it it's very specific and that is, and that's wonderful. The other thing that you did was that you, you um, elevated out of the hurt feelings and maybe the anger and the, like you said, unforgiveness, you elevated out of that and you gave it to God. And, and I think when you, when we do that, when we get out of the worldly circumstances of what's going on around us and we bring it to a higher, more spiritual, more mystical level, that's when I, that's when I do believe this is me personally now, Bella, I'm saying this, that I do believe the other side of the veil, like I talked about with the angels and saints, the communion of saints, and of, and of course, um, God, um, you know, uh, controlling everything as, as he should, as God, um, I believe they, they get fully engaged and that's important. That's what we want. We need that heavenly assistance. Uh, I wanted to hear Jerry's comments on what I, what you said and what I said, just to see if we're on the right track. Nothing I can add to that. I agree with everything that you said. You know, Bella, you've approached this in a beautiful way and really kind of taking a step back and letting Our Lady, like you said, and the Holy Spirit, the grace of God, do the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, we see beautiful things happen. So yep. I, I concur with De- what Debbie yeah. said, Bella. I think you've taken a beautiful approach to this. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Bella? Yes, and, and mm-hmm. Well, the last time they were here a week ago, I probably had the best experience because as a child gets older, she's more able to engage more. And we were like two peas in a pod. And I just was on cloud nine, you know, for, for quite a while after that. And I said, you know, it's like they used, some people say, you know, happiness is, is not having what you want, but wanting what you have and just being grateful. And if God wants to grow, he can. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. And I just, Mm -hmm. Nothing is impossible with God. That's all. Thank you again. Oh, Thank amen you, to that. You amen just quoted Debbie's Thank favorite you. Bible verse. Yeah, Matthew nineteen twenty six. I have it everywhere in the house. <laughs> Beautiful. I do. I do. 
Okay, so that was a great call. And um, we're also getting social media comments coming in. And also you can email us if you like to email us any pictures of your grandkids. We won't put them on social media or anything. Jerry and I just like to look at them and say, oh, isn't that wonderful to take two family grandkids? And that's at take2 at EWTN.com. All right, Ed has been holding patiently. Thank you for that. He is driving through Virginia today listening to us on Sirius XM 130. Ed, thanks for your patience. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Uh, my wife, uh, 55 years, passed away last month. Uh-huh. We have seven grandchildren from 28 to 8. The 8-year-old who I stay with, or we stay with, uh, came to me last night in tears and how much he missed his mammal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we just cried together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I felt I missed him in a different way. I missed her like he was missing her. It's like he was, I was picking up some of his pain. And uh, we had a, a good long cry together. Mm-hmm. We all need the prayers. I'm yeah. going to go on mute. Okay. Well, Ed, before you go on, before you hit the mute button, can, can, do, do you feel comfortable giving us your wife's first name? We're so sorry for the loss, but you have a big... Deanna. Deanna, okay. You, Deanna, um, yeah. Do you, you have a big take-two family praying for you right now as you just shared the news. But, but Ed, just one thing I want to say. I did... Um, grief and bereavement for many years. Uh, this is so new to all of you. You're just feeling all of those emotions right right at the surface and and and, and they can well up at different times like your like your grandson shared and you had that cry together which is beautiful. But what I would in, what I would encourage you to do down the road is if you can get into some kind of um, grief support group or have the whole family go or do something online or by Zoom or something just so everybody can can and grieve at their own pace and be able to, to handle this because um, um, uh, you said Deanna, correct? Deanna? She she sounds like an amazing, an amazing woman, your wife, uh, the mother and grandmother. But you know what? She's a lot, you know this, but I, I know you probably don't want to hear this, but she's alive now more than she was when she was with you. So eventually that sadness will turn into a, a, a real deep soul joy because you you all will hopefully, God willing, all be reunited in a beautiful way. Um, and she's doing her work on the other side of the veil, which is just beautiful as well for your family. So so I just wanted to encourage you that that it gets it gets it transitions to a better level of understanding, especially even for your eight year old grandson, because that's a tough age. But but if they see you get through it in a beautiful way, they will they will follow your lead because you were the closest uh, to Deanna. Does that does that at all um, help at this time? Maybe it's not. Maybe, but but think about it a little bit. No, no, that helps. My one of my daughters is, uh, has already called the local church to get me into a grief group. Oh, good. <laughs> That's going to happen. Okay. But uh, I'll, uh, I'll try and encourage others to do this as well. Yeah. 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 And 
you know, Ed, cherish those moments, you know, with your eight-year-old grandson, you know. I can just see it, you know, the two of you just having that, that time together, you know, to mourn, to grieve, the tears flow. But being there, in a sense, really in a very real way, supporting one another. And there may be future moments like that as well. So thank God that you were there for him. But I would say, Ed, probably thank God that he's there for you as well. So mm-hmm. I, I really expect that, you know, this is, may, could, could really, you know, could bond the two of you in a very, very special close way which has probably already happened in in many ways as well but be assured ed that the entire take two family around the world be praying Mm -hmm. for you and deanna and all of your grandkids all seven of them especially the Mm -hmm. uh, little eight-year-old that you were crying with uh, the other day and the other thing too ed you're are you guys you guys are catholic right oh i I am the rest of the family is not Okay. Well, Ed, when you go to Mass, you're the closest to Deanna during the, during the consecration. The very, 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 very closest. So, so really spend that beautiful time um, uh, taking in our Lord, but also taking in um, the whole entire communion of saints, and, and it, it's just incredible. And so, so that can also help in the, in the grieving process. Okay? Okay. Yeah. All right. Keep keep us posted, Ed. Please. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Be safe uh, driving out there. Ed, mm-hmm. thank you. A lot a lot of prayers with you, brother. We promise you that. Um, okay. We are going to go next to Cindy in Memphis, Tennessee, on Sirius XM one thirty. Cindy, thanks for holding. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Sure. Um, I'm calling just to share um, just the beautiful story of how my grandchildren are witnessing to my four adults single son. Um, I have five adult children. My daughter is the number two. They range in age from 26 to 37. She's the only one married. Thankfully lives locally because I, she has four beautiful, my four uh, only grandchildren, um, three girls, and then the youngest is a little boy. And she, three years ago, she and another mom uh, co-founded a Catholic hybrid homeschool program. So they they go two days to a classroom setting, and then she continues the curriculum at home. And you know, we my boys are all scattered in four different states around the country. Um, all of all of them after college and probably during college uh, left the state. They, they had probably attend mass if they're home with us at Christmas. My guess is that's the only time. But we're all on a family group text, and my daughter occasionally will post some really sweet memorization work that the kids are doing, or, you know, they've memorized a little Latin song, and it's just, it's just heartwarming. You know, my daughter has always been practicing. She and her husband met really high school here in town. Uh, they met on a retreat. They went to different high schools, but... Um, and so they just continued to be beautiful, a beautiful practicing Catholic couple and raising the kids that way. And so my prayer is that these girls, my boys are watching them. They are very proud of their sister and they adore those nieces and their little nephew. And um, my role, I realize now, is to just pray. And uh, I occasionally will send them something that I find inspiring that I've seen online or what have you. But um, 
I think one time, my husband's a convert, and he, I'm, I definitely have been the Catholic spokesperson of the family. It's definitely more in my blood, but he's always been supportive, and the kids have gone to Catholic school all their life. So that was very painful for me as a Catholic mom, that this is the greatest gift I've wanted to give my kids, because that's what my mom gave to me, and to see my four sons away from the faith. Um, it's just really, really hard. It's it's really hard. Um, God sees the big picture. It may not be this side of heaven that I even get to see them come back. But I, and maybe they haven't found their special significant other yet because God is waiting for them to come back to the faith. So they'll they'll go to the right places to meet the right girl. I don't know how it's all going to work out. But I guess I just wanted to share that right now I'm not as concerned as my for my grandkids. I know a lot of the other people that called in have older grandkids that, you know, they're concerned about right now these precious little innocent grandchildren of mine that are eight down to 18 months are being really the sweet little models for their uncle. Mm. And it's been very special to watch. Yeah, it sure sounds like it has. Mm -hmm. And you did, Cindy, you and your husband, God bless you both, you did give them that gift. Um, they will one day have the grace to unwrap that gift, to put it in, to, you know, to utilize that gift, and to really fully appreciate what it is. But mm -hmm. I just love the fact that when, when the children influence adults, I think mm -hmm. it's so beautiful. You know, Isaiah eleven six says, yeah. you know, and a child shall lead them. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is definitely uh, a beautiful way that God works, Debbie, in people's lives is often through little children, especially family members. Absolutely. Cindy, as you were speaking, it just was crystal clear to me. If you can get the book, My Son Carlo, it was written by Antonia Salzano Acutis, the mother of um, blessed Carlo Acutis. You'll read in there how he brought his whole family and friends and everyone back into a deep relationship with Jesus and the church. Cindy, I don't know if you know his story. Please, re if, if you don't get the book, just go to his uh, official website, Blessed Carlo Acutis, and read about um, Antonia, his mother, and how she was not in the in church, and she and he would drag her, and she, and now she, they are so um, uh, devoted to our faith. Have you? Do you know his story, Cindy? Yes, I have been. I have been learning out of it as recent, and and just knowing. Uh, I think he's, isn't he a big inspiration behind even the Eucharistic revival that's going on in the oh, church? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And what's another beautiful book, all you listeners out there that have, that are looking for encouragement and hope, uh, is a book I just finished not too long ago called What Would Monica Do? Mm. Written by a couple of mothers that studied the life of St. Monica, and then they incorporate their own stories of loved ones that have left well as writing mm -hmm. um, stories of other people th that are a part of the book. And it, I felt like the book was written for me. Oh, it, so what would Monica do? Two young mom, moms, I don't know, Patty somebody and another mom. It's a beautiful, beautiful book. That's very cool. Very encouraging to give to so people just don't give up, just keep praying, praying. Mm -hmm. had to, I've had to just surrender that I truly may not see the fruits of that in this lifetime, which is really hard because I'm sorry. I know. I you know, know, you realize it's the greatest thing that you want to give your kids and then they've walked away from it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, I know my, my 
my third, my oldest son, when he was 30, and he's now 37, wrote my husband and I a thank you note. Mm-hmm. We gave him a little backyard party with some friends. And when I dropped him off at the airport, it was a thick envelope. And I said, he said, read this. And I said, oh, am I going to need some Kleenex? And he said, you might. So he left, and I went home that night, and I read it. And he basically thanked me for, you know, my, my, he wrote a separate one to my husband. And one of the things he did refer to me at, in, including in all the memories he could think of that the two of us experienced, was he referred to me as the moral compass of the family. Aww. So oh. I just, I thought, oh, yay, he got it, you know. <laughs> and not that he's maybe living it now. I, I just, mm-hmm. you know, he's still out there on his own journey. and Yeah. Um, but hey, I have Cindy? to just trust. Yeah, Cindy. Yeah. You need to frame that and keep that with you. Oh, I have it. Yes, I have it. I, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's a long letter. I, it takes several frames. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, no, it's a beautiful, uh, I hold it dear to my heart, really. Yeah. It just, it gave me hope that it's mm-hmm. there. Yeah. He may not, you know, he, it may be, oh, he may be living it out differently. And I don't mm-hmm. know what it's going to take. A special mm-hmm. per- I just, I'm praying that wherever my boys live, that somebody will come into their life mm-hmm. that will water the seeds that were planted at home. And yeah. that's all I can do at this point. Trust and pray, trust and pray. And that's all yeah. God expects from us. Trust and pray, trust and pray. So you got it, right, Jerry? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it gets back to what I said, Cindy. One, one day, God's grace is going to lead them to open up that beautiful gift that you and, and their father gave them. And mm-hmm. you're going to see some beautiful, beautiful things. Well, that, that'll be our prayer, Cindy, uh, the whole Take Two family around the world. God bless you. Thanks for a great call to the program today. We appreciate that. Um, Maria and Dawn, we're going to get to both of you momentarily. I just want to mention First Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, Monday through Friday mornings, 9 Eastern time, right here on EWTN Radio. Teresa and her guests focus uh, on, the, on the Catholic perspective on the day's news and newsmakers. And tomorrow, Teresa chats with Bill Donahue from the Catholic League. I love Dr. Donahue. He is so uh, such a beautiful defender of our faith. That's Catholic Connection, Monday through Fridays, 9 Eastern, here on EWTN Radio. Sweet. Okay, Maria in California, Sirius XM 130. Hi, Maria. Welcome back. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. Good. How are you? Uh, this is the first time that I am listening to your program. Well, welcome. And I am so glad to hear um, that you are uh, taking this uh, subject. Good. Well, my, my, my thing is that I am asking for uh, a prayer for my grandson. I am um, uh, blessed. I'm blessed with uh, uh, six adopted uh, grandchildren wow. and two um, uh, blood. Mm-hmm. And um, my um, my grandson, my uh, uh, blood son, grandson, he went through a lot in no, uh, October, November, the 15th, um, his femur, um, broke due to a growth in the bone. And um, he went through, he's only 11 years old. Mm. And we went through a lot. And I have been, I, I was asking everybody for prayers because um, 
I wasn't sure uh, uh, what about if it is cancer. If it is cancer, and uh, I was asking, please pray, pray for him. And uh, uh, for him, um, I have been raising him and my my grand his sister, and I always uh, I have been teaching them the uh, uh, prayers, the um, uh, Our Father, Hail Mary, and um, they have been growing up with the love with uh, Mama Mary, Jesus, and Mama Mary. Mm-hmm. So when he was in the emergency room, all what he was in, in a lot of pain, he was uh, always crying, Jesus and Mama Mary, help me. Jesus and Mama Mary, help me. And that has been all his um, prayers. And um, Mama Mary um, gave us the, um, a big miracle because after um, December the uh, 12th, uh, the 13th, he couldn't move his leg, and the therapist, he says, um, next week I want to see you um, walking because he was on the wheelchair, and next week I want to see you uh, taking, at least taking a little step with the walker. The, ne- the following um, day, the 13th, I asked him to start moving, uh, being in the uh, bicycle. Uh, he couldn't do it because his leg was uh, frozen. His uh, injured leg. It was just a, a few days that he had the uh, surgery. A, a couple of, I mean, weeks. A couple of weeks. He was. Uh, his leg started going straight. Maria, for and, the for the sake of time, you hear the music there, Don. We're gonna, Don. We have an unscripted show coming up on Thursday. We won't get to you today, but Don, if you call in on Thursday to tell us how great your grandkids are, you will be put to the front of the line on Thursday because it's unscripted. We can talk about anything that we, uh, any, any, just about anything you want to bring up. Maria will be praying for that grandson, in, including all your six adopted grandchildren and two biological grandchildren. And we thank you, Maria, for taking the time to call in and share those stories with us here on the program today. Um, Wow, Debbie, a great show about grandkids we had. Amazing. Tomorrow's praise reports, and that's what we want to hear, all the praise reports to build confidence in God. Until tomorrow, folks, um, thank you so much. Thank you to the show team. Have a beautiful and blessed day. We ask um, with St. Paula of St. Joseph of Colossans, please pray for us.